Hey, real. What's up, Ralph? Ralph, we're looking forward to seeing you in the in summer. Hello, Danny, Dylan, Milton. Guys, give give it some uh, likes. All right. Today we're going to be talking about some big things, big topics, um, something that you guys will all love to to hear. So, just throw some hearts if you're excited, if you are grinding today, and you are ready for another day of the thirty days of dedication. Ready once more. So, Afzal, what's up? Daniel, what's up? Sharuk, what's up? Hello, 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 hello. And great to see you guys. Um, today's topic is going to be malt of whiskey. Yes, remember you. I remember you. Um, you know, you're that guy. <laughs> Focused. Cafe. <laughs> Cafe Zatschmeider. Hello. Hello, Landy, or um, or uh, yeah, the Bavarian crew. <laughs> Eldad's Stephen Lorenzo. Hello, what's up? What's going on? And th thank you for the uh, the hearts, the likes. It means a lot. It means we can get straight into the thirty days of dedication, day number twenty eight. Guys, this is the third last thirty days of dedication. After this, there's no more thirty days of dedication. But what's most important is that we stay dedicated the last 30, 28 days. Um, today is just another one of those days. And today we're going to be talking about how to stay motivated. Um, now, now this is a big, big topic. Um, it's going to be unstructured today in that I'm just going to be asking or uh, answering questions about your motivation. I'm going to be asking about your own motivations, what they are you know, what you want to do, what you're currently doing to achieve them. And that's just what we're going to do. So, caller, who's on the line? Oh, listen, this this case, let's say chat. Um, who is who is motivated? Let's start with this. Who is motivated? Um, who here thinks they are motivated? And if you think you are motivated, tell me why. Why are you motivated? Why? What's the reason? What's the reasoning? Because I, I see all these guys. I see all the regulars in here today in the room saying, yeah, me, 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 me. But Kim, um, I'm talking about all you guys, you know. What makes you motivated? Why? <clears throat> so let's, let's, let's bring it together. Hey, hello. Hello, hello. Let's bring it together. Um... Let's bring it together with the first one. <clears throat> Rory says he's motivated because I don't want to live my life doing something that I don't like. Yes. Absol says to prove a point and take my next step to becoming better. Max says I want to become so good, as good as I can in football. Well, that's not really... Well, okay, we'll, we'll consider that. Great, okay. Luke, football is my life. Everything around my life is football. Everything I do is football and for football. Wow. Luke, you are like the Masals we've had in here. We're like the Kobe, the young Kobe Stimmers in here. You're like the young Claire Dickoffs. And you're like the... Uh, who's coming here like Masao? Um 
I can't think of the top of my head. But uh, the the young bowlers who treat football as their life. Luke, that's you. Shirk says, I want to I want to do something to prove myself to the whole world. I don't want to be the same as 99% of other people. This is all deep. Deep. Throw some, throw some hearts. Throw some hearts. Just tap them. Tap those hearts, guys. If that's you. If that's you right now, tap those hearts. You know? <laughs> because I think to get to that level of thinking, to get to that level of purpose, of reasoning, of, of why, at such, such a young age, because um, all of you are pretty young, that is pretty darn like motivating and inspiring i think i think many people when they're 14 15 16 19 20 whatever they're not thinking in the way that you're thinking um they're not thinking in these terms of you know what is what is their purpose what are they what what are they doing and most importantly can i can I follow my ambitions and do what I want to do whilst drowning out the opinions and the, the comments from others? Um, so, you know, I think that's motivating. Yosef says, I can't be without football. I walk around with the ball all over the house. I dream before going to sleep about football. Literally love football and have been playing it since six years of age. Amazing. Love that. <clears throat> Love that. Tell me more about your, your motivations, guys, because I want to hear them. I want to hear them. I want to read them out. I want to read them out. Throw those hearts again if you're, you know, you're loving this. Um, I'm going as to, you, as you write those ones, I'm going to keep reading them out. Let's, let's pick one out here. Um, pick one person's motivation now that, I, that I've just been reading out. Let's, let's start with this motivation right here, which is something that Sharok has said and Rory has said, I don't want to live my life doing something I don't like. Um, now, this is kind of the same as when Sharok said, um, I don't want to be the same as 99% of other people. So their motivations are to live life in a way which is in their own terms, their own desires, their own own thing, their own way, in, in a way that, yeah, they're not doing the same path as everyone else. They're not following the same path as everyone else. They are free thinkers, people that can stand on their own two feet, figure it out, and go. Um, now, that, that sounds incredibly... Um, for, I think for many, it, 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 it sounds liberating. It sounds like freedom. It sounds like uh, I'm, I'm good enough. I'm cool enough. I'm wise enough that, well, I can think on my own and I can do this all on my own. The 99% of others, they're just following the rules. They're following someone else's plan. Um, the thing is, while that sounds good, while that can be your motivation, it is hard. In fact, it's incredibly hard to go down that route when from a young age, many people, you're just conditioned to kind of follow the rules, right? Follow, this, follow, the, follow the system. Um, you go to school, 
you know, the teacher tells you this is what you should learn. The teacher tells you you should do your homework. You do it. If you do it, you get good grades. If you don't, you fail. And that's kind of what, that's the kind of perspective you get of life when you're in, um, you're in school. But as, as you get older, you see, well, that's not necessarily the same thing when you, when you go out into the real world. Like when you want to be a footballer, you can do what the coach says. You can do a little bit extra, but that doesn't guarantee success at all. Um, you can follow the rules all the time. Again, doesn't always necessarily guarantee success. What is more important is you got street smarts. You got the the smarts to adapt dynamically to different things and different situations. Um, let me try to give you an example. Okay, I just told you about teacher giving and curriculum, and you follow it. But an example of say in football, um, in sports, when you're utilizing skills you don't really learn it let's say in a classroom or learn just by following the rules is you know <laughs> what happens if you have been training five hours a week additional five hours a week um you've been feeling yourself becoming better you've been working the hardest in training you've been eating right you've been sleeping right you've been recovering right and you've done everything you think you can, but the coach doesn't play you for that big, important match. Um, and he puts you on the bench and he says, look, Mark or Luke or Yike, sorry, I'm going to put you on the bench today. But you say, oh, my God, but, I, but coach, I work for this. I've done everything. I'm the hardest working player in the team. Give me a chance. But you get put on the bench and that whole time you're on the bench, like coach didn't stop me. Nobody likes me. All this training is going to waste. I hate this. I don't want to play anymore. What do you do? Well, in school, you wouldn't learn that kind of situation, would you? Because in school you're taught like, well, if I just work hard, if I like get good grades, um, I'm going to do well. And, all I have to do is just study and like submit my homework on time and like follow the structure that the teacher's given me and memorize these words and blah, 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 memorize these facts. And now I'm going to do well. But what happens in that environment? You succeed because you just, you just show up, you do it. In this environment, things change. There's other people, they're making decisions. There's other players on the field. There's tactics, there's politics involved. What do you do? You get dropped. How do you manage your emotions at that point? Because the coach puts you 70 minutes, you're on the bench, and then all of a sudden he says, Mark, I want you to warm up. But you have been on the bench for that 70 minutes. Instead of looking at the players, looking at the defenders and seeing, okay, that defender's weak, that defender doesn't have a good first touch, or that defender looks like he can't jump, or the goalkeeper is always off his line. Instead of analyzing those things, watching those things on the bench, and having managed your emotions in a way which saying like, all right, the coach said he's not going to play me, but this is what I'm going to do. If he does play me, I'm going to make sure that the 5, 10, 20 minutes, whatever time I get, I'm ready, I'm prepared, because I've done all the work, I've done all the preparation, and I just got to go out there. But the only way to learn these skills is to to learn in other ways what happens 
coach puts you on the field, he plays you 20 minutes and nothing happens. You lost a match. In another situation, a coach could play, in you, play you on the field in the same situation, but you've got a different way of thinking, different way to approach the game, different type of knowledge. And you go in that game understanding that, okay, that defender has a bad first touch, so I'm always going to be ready to pounce after he's made his first touch. And I see that the goalkeeper's always a few meters off his line. So you're already thinking in your head, visualizing, okay, once that defender takes a bad touch, I'm going to pounce. And the first thing I'm going to do is just lob it over the keeper. And you've been visualizing that situation. You can just feel it coming. And then in the 88th minute, boom, the left back, bad touch. You take it away. You're not even looking at the goalkeeper to see if he's, see if he's off his line. You know that he's off his line because you've been watching the whole game. And then boom, over the keeper, you win the game 3-2. And yes, celebration and the rest of the game, rest of the rest of the um, season, you start the games and then things just go up for you from there. But it's critical moments like these where you could get put on the bench. You could face some sort of unexpected situation which you just sometimes you can't prepare for. How do you react? How are your emotions? How do you deal under that pressure? Um, and... The, these are the times when you have to know how to adapt and be motivated to go the extra mile, do the extra training, do the get that extra knowledge um, to prepare for those unexpected situations. And back to my original point with this, which well, I was talking about, you know, 99% of you didn't want to, Luke and Sharok don't want to live like 99% of people. It's like, what do you do? Well, understand that you're going to be that 1% that has to learn, has to learn how to be able to think on their own two feet, has to be able to prepare for all different types of situations, knowing that they're not living a kind of experience where everything is given to them, where, okay, they just have to follow this step and this step and this step, and I'm going to get there because life and football and sports and whatever it is you want to achieve doesn't usually work out like that. Things get thrown in your face, unexpected at you. Um, you're not going to know how to react sometimes, but you being one of that 1%, just got to understand that it's going to be tougher for me than the rest. I'm going to have it harder, but the benefit is I'm going to be able to think and do and act and do the things I want to do. Um, and that's one of the core fundamental things you need to have as a as a as a footballer as someone performing at the highest highest levels you know what i mean so yeah <clears throat> avishkar says well you need to analyze and understand the situation and think of a way to succeed exactly um, you got to you got to look at like what is what is it you can do 100% man, 100%, 130,000%, 130, 130,000%. used to be worrying when he used to be, um, when he was benched, but he got past that. You know, he kept going. <clears throat> Keep talking to me, guys. I'm, I'm just bouncing off your, your energy here. I'm bouncing off whatever you're saying. Um, we're just, we're having a big discussion.
excuse me, big discussion here today. Um, Ariam says, the worst day chasing my dream will always be better than the best day everywhere else. <laughs> Listen to that guy. Listen to that, guys. This is effective fam right here. This is why what you're watching right now with effective fam and what they're saying, this is better than what you're going to watch on, on anything else that you see online today on Netflix, on any YouTube, any um, thing that you're scrolling through on Instagram stories today. Stop wasting your time on Instagram stories. I'm going to say it once more, one more time. Stop wasting your time just going through the stories. But Ariam says, the worst day chasing my dream will always be better than the best day everywhere else. And I think that is inspiring. That is what we talk about when we talk about motivations and getting up from the downs to keep on going, guys. So big shout out to Ariam. <clears throat> yeah. How to overcome fear. Um, DJ... Sorry, D.I. Boyshin asks, how do you overcome fear? How do you overcome fear? Um, well, let's let's break it down. I'm just going give, to give the example here of, of Rio Ferdinand here because I'm going to just mention him again. Um, who's read the Rio Ferdinand book, by the way? Because I preached it so many times. Who's actually read it again? Um, Rio Ferdinand book, guys. He makes the example of his first day at Manchester United. Um, he moved to Manchester United as a 23, 24-year-old. And what, what happened at Manchester United? Well, at Manchester United, the first day of his signing, okay, he's, he got the most expensive transfer in the world for a defender at that time. He made a huge move to Manchester United. Um, he's going to be their centre-back. So... What happened? Well, he, he rocked up into the to the first day of the training. He was there in the changing in the changing rooms with Roy Keane, with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, um, with all these different different players, and all of them knew that he's just come to the club for thirty million pounds. So what happened? He goes to training. They're doing a rondo. This is the first training doing rondo, rondos in the middle, uh, like Piggy in the middle. And as Rio's in that rondo, they're going to him, going to Rio saying, oh, Ole makes a comment, Ole Gunnar Sosa, he's like, oh, they, they signed you for 30 million pounds? And he's like, they signed you for 30 million pounds? And Rio's thinking, oh, hold up, I'm playing with the, the greats of football here at the moment. They're just, maybe they were half joking. They were joking. In that, oh, they signed him for 30 million pounds. It's a bit of banter, right? But Rio was thinking, oh, I got to prove my price tag right now. And so, what do you do in that situation? You have this fear, you have this anxiety. You're thinking now, okay, what are the others going to think of me? What is Sir Alex going to think of me? Is it over already? Am I going to, am I out this club? Like, am I, am I like, oh my God, what do I do? And these are the points where you got to isolate that fear. You got to accept it and say, you know what? I do have a price tag. Um, I am playing with good players. This is my dream, though. This is what I always wanted. And 
I can't do anything other right other than now and to say like I prepared for this this kind of moment all my career all my life all that and all I can do now is just go out there and perform and do my thing because what else can you really do um and that's the way Rio took it in fact he went in that changing room and he and he didn't have any premier league medals but he looked at Ryan Giggs and Paul Scholes and Roy Keane and, and David Beckham and all that. And he'd, he'd look at David Beckham and all these guys and you say, okay, David Beckham, he's got two Premier League medals. Roy Keane, he's got four Premier League medals. Paul Scholes, he got six. Gary Neville, he's got three, whatever. And he's looking at himself thinking, oh, man, I got no medals. I got no medals right now. Oh, I feel like embarrassment. I got to work. And I got to go when he's in the gym, I got to be in the gym. And when he's at the gym, I still got to be in the gym. And he's had this mentality. He's isolated that fear. And he said to himself, all right, I've accepted all these different things, but the only thing I can do out there, do now is just go out there and perform. And that's it. That's how you manage fear, you know? And Rory says he's watched the Rio Ferdinand Oxford thing, by the way. Yes, love that. The Rio Ferdinand Oxford thing on YouTube is the best. Um, it's not what happens that defines us. It's what we do with it. Yes, Daniel. Good quotes. Maybe even if you did get it from Google, well, thank you for sharing with us. Um, Luke says, um, what would you recommend to keep and maintain high confidence in a football pitch? Um, to keep and maintain high confidence on football pitch is, is I think the number one thing is accept that you're going to make mistakes. Accept that you're going to make mistakes. Um, everybody makes mistakes. Um, but hold your head up high after any mistake, okay? You're going to miss chances. You're going to miss passes sometimes. You're going to miss tackles. You're going to miss opportunities. But the most important thing for you to do as a player is just, just accept you're going to make mistakes. Sometimes you lose a ball. Sometimes you miss a shot. But the only thing you can do is control your emotion and say, you know what? I'm going to shoot again. I'm going to try again. I'm going to try score again. I'm going to do this. Until one day you score a bicycle kick like Ronaldo did in the Champions League final. Because nine times it didn't work, but that tenth time it did. You know? And that's it. That's it. Um, all right, guys. That was our short class today on, uh, on motivation. Uh, just a short one today. We've got two 30 days of dedications left. Um, tomorrow we're going to be talking about another one, about my story. And and after that, we're going to be talking about trusting the process. And I'm very excited to do those as well. But, um, yeah, I'm just excited, man. I'm excited. Because even if it's day 28, we'll be doing this all the time. Wow. You have to say to yourself, haven't we learned something every single day? Haven't we grown? Haven't we prospered? Haven't we strive to get better you know we'll take a last important question okay because sharak just said it but this is the last one nick i'm going to have my most important game in my career saturday what should i do with it sharak it's your it's an important game you're going to have more important games in the future understand it respect it but the only thing you can do out there, Chirac, is if you've prepared, if you've been training hard, you've been the hardest worker and you've done everything you can, well, the only thing you can do out there now is have fun.
get excited and treat it as, oh, I'm excited to play my most important game on Saturday. Yes. Yes. Look in the mirror, Sherrock, and say to yourself, I can't wait. And you do that and you look at yourself in the mirror, you positively visualize positively, positively, positively. I'm going to score. I'm going to shoot. I'm going to go in the top corner. I'm going to head it. I'm going to win, win, win. I'm going to do my best performance. Get excited, bro. And that's it. All right, guys, stay effective. Daniel, Afsal, Luke, all you guys, um, have fun. Stay effective and do what you got to do because that's what we came here to do. We got to do. Do, 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 do. And stay effective. All right, guys. Peace and see you tomorrow on the next 30 days of dedication. Doran, appreciate it. Peace.